Hello, Josie. Hey, Maxi Boy. What's up? Oof, that was quite high, I think. Yeah. Hey, Maxi Boy. No, no, <laughs> it, was, it was fine. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Uh, very good. I uh, This week, I... And hello, everybody, because I said we were... Uh, bad at, at saying hi to everybody. Hello to everybody who's listening. <laughs> Welcome to, the, to, to this week's podcast. Um, I actually had a theme in mind uh, from last week. I left a cliffhanger and... I wanted to go back uh, a little bit to cloud gaming because we we talked about cloud gaming. I think it was our second episode or third episode. So if you want to like look into the technology and and what we talked, then you can go back to that to that episode. Um, but this one is is a bit more about. I wanted to compare some of the cloud gaming services because um, some of them have been out for some time, like uh, GeForce Now and Stadia. They've been out for uh, a year, I think. Um, at least almost a year and um, at least officially GeForce Now had had been in the beta program for for quite some time Uh, Stadia came I can't really remember I think it was uh, April 2020 or was it even uh, December 2019 yeah Um, I don't know I think I think it was uh, was one of those silent releases right well i mean they kind of hyped it up uh, a little bit beforehand but uh yeah, and just went silent afterwards yeah and and i i know uh that uh it's it was hyped at some e3 and they were showing google was showing and they had some youtube videos on it uh and and then uh, i i know that they had this uh, founders edition or whatever they they call it. I just googled it, so it's it was November nineteenth of twenty nineteen. So it was uh, late late twenty nineteen. So it's been it's actually been out a year, um, and then GeForce Now was officially released after that. Actually, so GeForce Now hasn't officially been out yet for uh, for uh, a year. But then some some other actors uh, came in. So we have uh, Project X Cloud or um, Xbox Game Pass Cloud Gaming, as they call it, which has been released as well. And this is Microsoft Microsoft's version of um, of the cloud gaming uh, platform. Uh, but then we also have something that is pretty exciting. And, and um, this is kind of... It's, it's gaming, but it's not only gaming. So, so uh, Shadow, Shadow PC uh, is a streaming service, but it's it's different from from the the rest of them um in in some in some actually kind of crucial ways i would say um maybe not so different from from geforce now um but uh, different in in the way that you get your own dedicated uh, cloud pc which is always yours so if you if you do opt for something like shadow for example um it's not only gaming you can do you know processing you can do programming you can do 3D modeling um, and and all those those things. So so um, it's uh, it's yeah it's like your PC in the cloud. So so then sky's the limit. The same limits you have on on your PC. I I guess you don't you can't run Linux on it as a native operating system, but you could run a virtual machine on it running Linux and do development that way as well. So if you I mean if you have if you're if you want to do work and game. Uh, then shadow is basically your pick 
um, but uh, if you just want a game, um, then uh, GeForce Now, xCloud, or Stadia are more valid options, and they're cheaper as well. So, um, but yeah, there are some other ones as well. Uh, one honorable mention is Parsec. It's uh, also one where you can play it basically everywhere. Yeah, Parsec is a streaming uh, streaming desktop. It's like GeForce uh, home streaming, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but that kind of requires you to already have a uh, a computer that is um, that is a gaming PC if you want a game or something else. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so, Nvidia they they have this uh, in home streaming um, application that they're running on our on their driving on their drivers. So you can if you have a gaming PC you can run something like either Moonlight or Parsec. Uh, Moonlight is kind of built in um, and working uh, only with NVIDIA. Parsec is something that is a remote desktop application running real time and blah, 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 uh, low latency and so on. Uh, but it runs on AMD cards as well as the GeForce cards. So, so they're kind of doing it uh, for everybody while something like Moonlight is a, is a free app uh, and, and is, uh, is something that is is only for um, owners of and GeForce cards. Um, so, and Moonlight is an application that, for example, is is just like Parsec. Uh, it's also available on all platforms like iOS and Android, and you can run it on another PC and and so on. Um, and um, yeah, uh, Parsec is also available as an app for for most uh, most platforms. I think they even have something for Linux, if I'm not completely wrong but um i it's been a long time since i actually run run parsec i ran it last year or something i wanted to test with my server and i i only had one amd card and i wanted to test this remote desktop low latency stuff for gaming um but it run it runs pretty well and it's a good service so um but it does require you to own own the hardware i mean most of these uh most of these uh parsec and moonlight and geforce in-home streaming are based on the same technology uh, that they're using for the cloud. It's just the requirement of actually owning the hardware or not. That is that is the difference. Um, but yeah, so um, um, I know that there might be some other uh, cloud gaming uh, platforms like you said, Juice. There, there, I mean, there surely are. It's just something that I haven't looked at it uh, in in big detail, but you know mm -hmm. okay so i wanted to start with stadia so stadia as most people know is google's um what do you say uh, service or cloud gaming service which was launched as we said in november and they're actually um like we i, we, I think we discussed this in our cloud gaming but there's a difference between platform and actual service so platform service are are two different things and stadia is both a service and a platform which means that um, because they're they're running AMD based servers and they're running uh, Linux, so um, I think they're running Linux anyway. That was the the deal back when they when they released some some hardware specifications. And because I'm a hardware dude, I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. But what kind of makes it interesting is that because they're a platform, developers have to re-release their games on the platform which also makes it um, 
far less seamless that way in a launch, which is the reason that they have far less games than the other cloud gaming platforms, to be honest. I mean, they're, I think uh, on their list right now, there are 165 titles. That's it. And that might sound like a lot, but there are far more games than 165 titles out <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are. And just to, just to ask uh, a question, there, the, the kind of games that are on the Stadia, what kind of games are there? Well, you know, there, there are, uh, they do have uh, like full-fledged games. And, and the word is that they have paid uh, publishers to uh, release the games on their platform. Um, so, you know, they, they kind of had this, uh, this incitement or this motivating factor that they will pay, uh, pay you to release. So they have Assassin's Creed, for example. They have the the latest one, the Odyssey, or no, the latest one is Valhalla, which uh, I don't. I think it was released on that one as well. So they do have uh, Borderlands Three, for example. Um, they do have some Rockstar games. So they have uh, Dead Dead Redemption Two. Um, and they have some racing games like Formula One Twenty Twenty, for example. They have some Far Cry Cry games. But Ubisoft has been a big supporter of cloud platforms, so they kind of went with this uh, release our games on whichever cloud platform so they're on geforce now and they're on uh they're on google stadia as well even though they do have to make some adjustments to to the games and and um, rebuild them for the stadia platform of course um but they're still there um and um they do have the hitman games uh hitman one two and three um some just dance games, uh, uh, yeah, and and they they do have some puzzle platformers like Little Nightmares, um, yeah, Metro Redux, and so on. So I mean, it's full fledged games from from. Yeah, I just, uh, I just wasn't. Uh, it sounds like they're like both indie titles and also uh, more full fledged, like you said. Uh, I just googled a, qu a couple of titles here. Yeah. Um, but from what I can see is that most of the games here are solo games, right? Um, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you see any games that were multiplayer made in the, uh, for the cloud, for, for the Stadia? I don't know how it is with these uh, 2K games, the, the basketball games and so on. If they oh, yeah. have a, an online feature, they might be ones, but... You're right. I mean, it's not. It's not like uh, I haven't seen like these big onlines. Like World of Warcraft is not there, for example. Uh, stuff like uh, League of Legends is weird. not there. That would uh, be weird to have there. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. Well, Blizzard and Activision are kind of against this cloud thing. I don't know what they're. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I, I I don't really know because I mean. Um, they they do uh, they they haven't released their games to any like Call of Duty is uh, not something that I've seen on uh, either Stadia GeForce Now or XCloud, um, and and it gets me thinking a bit because I mean so so Nvidia says that it won't pay developer or uh, publishers to publish on their platform. They have some opt-in program that they developed. Um, after they launched because of a bunch of the uh, publishers sorry i keep calling them developers i don't know why 
sorry about that but a bunch of uh, publishers they they backed out uh for unknown reasons um or you know the reason was that oh you didn't ask us blah 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 whatever um and um then they have this opt-in program where you can opt in to be to be on the platform but anyway um but stadia has this we'll pay you um to be on our platform and um still no activision or blizzard uh which is you know kind of strange a lot of people are saying that maybe they're um they're they're looking into um making their own services but i haven't seen any rumors regarding that so it's it's pretty unclear to me what what they're on about there but um yeah so they they don't want money from anybody who actually will pay them to be on their platform and they don't want to be on the opt-in platform uh, services either so it's kind of weird um, my guess would be that they want the the players to be on their servers because then they can get more they they can gather more information they they get more player insight they uh re their brand doesn't get flushed out uh, so the there's some brand value there as well uh by having everything by themselves um, yeah so i'm guessing those three are just parts of the reason for it could especially be. The, the, the especially the player data um because uh at least activision blizzard um a couple of years ago released all the data for players uh, about their players um which nowadays would be like what really but at the time people were really hyped and really thought that hey this is a good thing so psychologists used this uh, use this data to to see how people would react to certain kinds of incentives and uh, yeah. they tried to they tried to create some user user interfaces based on these this data as well uh, which was kind of cool um so i would guess that data is the reason why why they didn't go with it yeah it's uh it's not uh, improbable i mean we we've talked before in uh, in our measurements episode as well um where we said that you know we have companies based off of data um so you have complete and whole companies that build their business on selling and interpreting data in various formats um so data is a very very i mean in this day and age uh it's it's the hottest commodity you can find i mean if you can provide yeah, they data say, they say data is a new oil exactly exactly uh because because user behavior is so important for companies to know exactly when to promote something and when to do something uh and for you know gaming companies what in what direction should they go with their titles and how should they uh, approach development i mean it it yeah it's uh like you said it's it's black gold or uh, gold or yeah very very high value um what what I actually saw and I forgot because I, I actually knew this, but um the one big multiplayer game is actually on Stadium. That's Destiny Two actually. It it got oh. it got uh, there was a package deal there because Destiny Two went to um free to play. Um but then I don't know really how it works because they, they they are on Steam and I don't know how it works with uh, cross saves actually. So this is this is another issue, right? So if you actually have because I've, I've been wondering about this and I don't really know how it works with something like Stadia. Because if you have Steam, for example, and you play, let's say you play on your local PC because you do have a gaming PC. 
and you play and and everything gets um, gets saved in the cloud somewhere um, perhaps it gets saved on Bungie's own servers perhaps which which is probably the best scenario because then it doesn't really matter if you're playing via stadia or steam uh, but uh, it would be uh, it would be kind of awkward if you couldn't like this cross save feature didn't didn't work so if you're playing from from your pc and then you want to take your game with you and you play on mobile or something or on your laptop that you play you have stadia on and then you you can't really save the state of the game that's then that's a kind of that's that's a deal breaker definitely but i'm guessing yeah, it that works would be really weird yeah <laughs> i think they figured that figured that one out yeah i'm i mean i'm i'm at least i'm hoping so um <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it's it's a uh, it, it's definitely a complete deal breaker to be honest if you can't do that then it's <laughs> there's no point i mean I, I, but I'm, on the other hand, the the thing is, you, the reason why you save stuff is because you want to go back to the to the game, right? Uh, yeah. At this, the place where you were at. But if if it's a game where you don't, if you don't close the session, if you don't close it down, uh, you're basically saving the game, right? Yeah. Uh, at least in a single player uh, game. Yeah, yeah. So if you have things in the cloud where the servers aren't actually going down, you're basically just shutting down the, the VM of the, your game session. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that way you wouldn't really need to have a save. Uh, yeah, and it's, I mean, in, in for example, games like World of Warcraft and, and uh, Destiny 2, there's no real save option even because it's like it's an online game. So you don't, yeah, yeah there's nothing to go back to, right? It's not like a single player game, like you said. So, uh, yeah, well, you have your position. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you always kind of in Destiny, you always start in orbit, so it doesn't really matter. It's it's mostly oh, okay. uh, if you if you raided, for example, you want to keep your items, uh, yeah. and you want to keep your um, um, XP and um, progress of your quests and stuff like that. Um, but since there is no save option actually, then then it doesn't it doesn't really make sense that it should work cross platform. So it shouldn't mm -hmm. shouldn't be any any issues. Um, so yeah, um, when it comes to you know reviews of Stadia, I, I I've heard stuff like that. You know they they don't have as good image quality as the other guys. Um, they did have some latency issues. I know even here in Sweden where we do have pretty good in, uh, internet. Um, and there was noticeable latency, uh, which I haven't heard from the other guys as well. I, I mean, there are use cases where there, there have been uh, latency issues, but then you know, the users either misconfigure something or they're sitting on bad internet uh, and expecting too much, right? Um, but when it comes to, um, to Stadia, there have been, uh, been you know, qual image quality issues uh latency issues and so on and then you can actually you can use your chromecast ultra to play stadia to connect the control that was that was a part of the founder's edition so you got a chromecast and you got a controller so you could plug it into your tv and connect it to your network but some people are saying that this chromecast is getting very hot which is kind of natural because it's an ultra so if you can actually play in 4k on this thing um I don't know about the user experience there because I haven't seen it and it wasn't released uh, then when when the reviews were were 
um, going going on. But uh, apparently, it gets pretty hot, um, and uh, it might bog down. So, not maybe not the best option. I'm I'm guessing this new or maybe th is this new uh, Chromecast that is that came out called Chromecast Ultra? Yeah, it's the Chromecast Ultra. It's the one that I have. What's the old one 4K Chromecast called? The round it's just one. Called, it's just called uh, Chromecast 1, 2, 3. Okay. Well, the, yeah. the other one, not the Chromecast Ultra. So not the new one. Because the no, new one even, might... it, there, there are two versions of, of the new one. The one that is called Chromecast, I think it's 3 Ultra and Chromecast 3. The okay. one with the Ultra is the one that you can, that you can go play... Uh, the stadia play games on and you can also uh play 4k videos i think it was the that was the the difference between them yeah because the chromecast ultra has android tv but maybe the other one has android tv as well i i uh, i feel kind of bad because i'm i'm not really uh i haven't checked out the the new chromecasts because um they're they're actually uh pretty uh pretty awesome to be honest um but uh i know that the new one has android tv installed so you can install apps like you would on a regular android tv like you can do on uh, the amazon fire stick 4k for example or amazon fire i stick. haven't really gone to do it i had the plan to do it once <laughs> and then i totally forgot that i had the ultra <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you can sideload the apps like anything else and yeah um, actually i connected this this is kind of fun because um so I have, you have a Chromecast Ultra, right? Because you bought one. Yeah, yeah exactly. and I have an Amazon Fire Stick 4K, which was released, I think it was like a year before. So the Chromecast Ultra should be a bit snappier than this one. It's pretty good. I mean, I can recommend an Amazon Fire Stick 4K if you want to gather all your apps in one place. It's a great device. Um, and actually, I sideloaded GeForce Now has an Android application. And I sideloaded that one. It works. <laughs> cool. So, so yeah, you can, you can actually, I mean, if you... If you have an Amazon Fire Stick, you're not running, let's say, Stadia, but still want this one stick console that you just plug into your TV, uh, then it works with GeForce Now. So that's nice. It doesn't work with like, uh, there's something wrong with con uh, connecting uh, PS4 controllers and Xbox controllers to Android TV for some reason. They do pair, but you can't control anything, which is weird. Uh, but there are other controllers that are uh, compatible with it. So, you know, if it's worth the investment, then you, yeah. Uh, go for it um <laughs> but uh yeah and i don't know how it is um can you um do you know juice if you can connect an ethernet cable to um uh, to the chromecast like uh you buy an, yeah, a separate ad adapter but still uh no I, I think you get it on the on the chromecast ah you get you get it as soon as you uh, when you buy it uh, okay i remember that i actually got one but okay. I didn't. I don't think I use it because there's a problem with my connection. I haven't gotten around to fix it. I know what the problem is. I just don't have the energy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Network stuff are not really my forte. I really don't <laughs> don't want to touch it. It's like a like a like an old rug, you know, that's been <laughs> wet and left <laughs> left somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Smells bad. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> you know, as soon as you go near it. He was like, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> That's basically me and networking. <laughs> no, but it's uh, it's good that it gets included because the Fire Stick has this option as well, but you have to buy it as some extra uh, extra thing. 
but I would recommend actually if you if you plan to run so if you're if you want to go with Stadia and if you plan to run on your Chromecast you you should uh, you should have used a wired connection um, the reason being uh, this getting hot thing is one thing um, because you're you're shuffling a bunch of data um, when you're I think I can't really remember but I I know that so for stuff like GeForce Now it's 16 gigs an hour or something like that of data uh, I'm assuming Stadia would be kind of similar um, and the others would be pretty similar as well um, depending so on the uh, the actual uh, bitrate no, not only the bitrate but also the the resolution yeah that's true yeah uh, so GeForce Now is only 1080p we'll get into GeForce Now as well but uh, that's only 1080p but that's still shuffling like 16 gigs of data uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, the biggest the biggest part of data is downlink downlink data because you're receiving a bunch of images. You're sending some uplink data to the servers because you're actually controlling a game, so you have to send the commands to the to the cloud uh, server. But um, that's that's not a big part of it. The the biggest part of it is is actually the downlink data. And like you said, if you have like if you're running 4K, for example, then you can you know you can triple that. Um, so yeah, they they. There were issues with the Chromecast getting hot on Wi-Fi. Um, it won't get hot on a wired connection. The other thing is stability. I mean, um, it's not a given that that wired is faster, uh, but it does have slightly low, lower latency and uh, it's the stability you're after. So it's a far more stable connection because Wi-Fi gets affected by anything, you know, thicker walls, your neighbor's Wi-Fi that is interrupting uh other the people microwave. on your wife microwave yeah you got you got a bunch of things as soon as things go over the air the air is an uncontrolled environment and can affect your connection in many different ways um so yeah so <laughs> hold your breath <laughs> no farting <laughs> yeah. and hope for the best <laughs> and no metal stuff and don't keep your microwave by the computer when gaming people that's what oh, messes yeah. you. <laughs> oh yeah, don't forget the tinfoil hat. <laughs> Actually, that might ruin your connection, so no tinfoil hat for you. <laughs> the government can now listen to your activity, to your brainwaves. <laughs> so you, 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 have to, you actually have to make a choice there. Do you want, do you want to play and, <laughs> and let the government know that you, what you're thinking of? Or, <laughs> or not play at all. It's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not worth it. I've got to keep that tinfoil hat. <laughs> For me, it's worth worth it. I'll sell my soul. I just want a game. Let me game. <laughs> uh, you know, there's no gaming in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hell, hell. That's that's a place where you you know you you see a you see a game. You want to start it, but it never starts. It's like you double click it, nothing happens. Double click it, nothing happens. <laughs> Too much lag. <laughs> that's that's hell for eternity for us gamers yeah, it's like exactly. no no <laughs> ping for three thousand <laughs> yeah ping ping three thousand hell no <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> sidetrack yeah but it's it's a yeah it's a, it's a related sidetrack anyway we sidetracked from from the wi-fi but yeah you use a you know if you can use a wire connection that's uh that's the best the best recommendation recommendation i can make for for cloud gaming there's also another one and that's uh security yeah yeah when you are connected to a wire it's way harder for a 
for a hacker to sniff on the things that you do? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it either either they, you know, it requires physical access. If you have a secure network, then uh, and over over the air, you can actually intercept packets and all that. Yeah, that's true. True. Um, so Stadia has had some issues. They don't have a giant list of games. Um, they might have incoming, uh, you know, partnerships and and publishers that will come and release games for for the platform. But you know, I'm not sure. Uh, so that's why they they kind of rank lowest in my book of recommended cloud services. So if I if I was to recommend something to people, I would say uh, you know not Stadia. There's one actually. There's one other reason that I don't recommend Stadia, and and it's this whole platform thing. Because the thing is, um, if you're on let's say uh, a console, X Xbox. PS5. If you buy a single player game, you can play it if you don't have Ethernet, right? If you don't have an internet access, you can still you can still play the game. If you buy something like Witcher or you know Cyberpunk or something else. Um <clears throat> but on Stadia, if you don't have it, you can't play it. And also if you if you're stuck on the Stadia platform, that means that if you at some point in the future want to buy or uh, uh buy a gaming pc for example um, you have to rebuy all your games so if you let's say you started with stadia you bought all the games you bought red dead redemption you bought uh, you know destiny 2 you bought borderlands 3 you Baldur's Baldur's gate 3 is coming to that as well um you bought some assassin's creed stuff and so on um and you have your game library now if you want to move to gaming pc in the future you have to rebuy all of the all of those games so as a consumer, it doesn't really make sense, at least for me, right? If you never plan on buying a gaming PC and you're 100% sure of it, then fine. You know, Stadia is a viable option. But if you plan on doing that in the future or, you know, you just want to keep your options open, um, then I don't recommend them, uh, to be honest. Um, I don't know. But that why. wouldn't make any sense to me. Um, for me, if you, if you have Stadia, then... The reason why you go for Stadia is so you never have to pay for a high-end PC or any other console for that matter. It's so you can have your games around wherever you are, right? Well, yeah, that's I mean, I that's, that's one thing, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what I think people are motivated by cloud gaming. It's that they, they can get high-end gaming for a lower price. They don't actually have to th throw out a bunch of... Uh, money just to get a high-end PC but they can still get the high-end PC experience and the same thing with the, the games they don't want to buy the games but they want to play them anyway and having a subscription model gives you the ability to to go around and play the games uh, on your cell phone on on the way on your road uh, to the to work etc yeah. Um, and it's not really a, a high-end PC, but it's something that you can have with you uh, going forward. Now, I would be really surprised if like Nintendo and Google would do a collaboration where you can have Stadia on the Switch, uh, which lets you play Stadia games on the Switch. That would be a, kind of awesome. Yeah. And because then you have then you have real controllers on a real device. Yeah. With uh, connectivity. 
and the, the, I mean, they they do have this Nintendo Cloud thing now coming as well, which I didn't cover here because it's it's far too new. Um, but there is a Nintendo Cloud actually. Um, I want to go into I want to go into that a bit. What is that? I haven't heard of it. Well, it's it's fairly new. Uh, it's it's not. I I heard of it. Uh, I can't really remember. Um, I heard of it like a month ago or something. I'm quite unsure uh, how it's supposed to work. Uh, but and and you know what what games they they support. But I heard at least the term Nintendo Cloud being used. Um, and I, 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 yeah, I don't remember in in what context uh, it was. Was something about The Witcher, and then Nintendo Cloud was mentioned, and so on. But I, I really, uh, I, I really, I really don't don't know too too ma- too much about it. Um, All right, so let's just skip it here and take it up in the next or somewhere else. Yeah, uh, I mean, in the future I, episode because yeah, it exactly. sounds really cool. I would I would like I would like to do uh I would like to do some more some more research on on it yeah. before before I can I can talk about it but I mean it's something that was mentioned anyway uh and um we can I mean we can we can check it out there is a way of cloud gaming on of doing cloud gaming on on your mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch and I I'll take that later uh <laughs> when when we get to but to that But it's not really official right no, no, of course not. No. It's, it's not. <laughs> that sounded that sounded like <laughs> if you want to do it, do it, but don't listen to you didn't hear it from us. <laughs> uh, exactly, something something like that. Uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's been it's something that is kind of well known. Uh, maybe our you know some of our listeners don't know that's that's why I'm mentioning it. And if yeah. you have a Nintendo Switch, it does require the specific version of Nintendo Switch because Nintendo actually fixed it. Um, and I think I mentioned it in the cloud episode as well i'm not sure but anyway um but uh, you know regarding what you said this uh, this about uh, you want to take your gaming with you and and so on and you're absolutely correct i mean that's that's why cloud gaming is so fantastic because you can play on anything that has an internet connection a display uh and you know some controller whether it's a touch screen or if you have an actual physical controller um, and that's uh, you know that's great, but um, you know I still I, you, you still you'll get pretty invested in this in the in the Stadia platform. That's the thing. That's what I'm a bit afraid of, because what happens if this platform goes down? Then you kind of lose all your titles. Um, I don't. I think the that is one of the tinfoil things most people <laughs> are scared about. But I think yeah. the the uptime of one of those services is basically 99.999 percent especially well, not, if no no i'm just thinking if google says okay stadia wasn't a success we won't do stadia anymore oh okay you mean, so if they right, kind of so remove just, the platform completely they, they remove it altogether yeah, yeah. yeah okay what happens then it's like you're very invested like you know if you're talking well, about f- physical stuff uh you know, Sony won't say like we're dropping the PS5, and then a Sony employee comes and takes your <laughs> PS5 from your yeah. and leaves the games. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> SWAT teams just exactly. breaking, just breaking through. <laughs> D- didn't you hear? This, we, you're we, not we, supposed <laughs> to have this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get down on the ground. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
no but i think the i think the comparison isn't really fair it's not making it uh, it's not looking at the things in comparison to what the model actually represents right the, because this is a subscription model and you actually subscribe to their services so if the services go down then sure you, you didn't win anything you didn't lose anything you're you're just tapping into their services it's basically doing the same thing if it would have been netflix yeah because you don't really own the the series that you look at or the movies right you just you just tap into their services and make use of their platform yeah so that would be the same thing if netflix would say that hey okay we got our millions uh that's enough for us thank you very much for <laughs> for everything <laughs> bye-bye <laughs> that would be basically the same thing yeah yeah that's uh, I mean that's that's true, but it's it's still you know uh, yeah I I for one would like the flexibility uh, of of being able to to build a a gaming PC in the future um, and and take my games with me. To be honest, I mean that's that's one of the, my biggest I I because you 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 do have people with the use case where like me uh, that I do have a gaming PC, but I still want to game everywhere um and and then i i want a cloud service to to go along with that i created actually my own cloud service uh which works uh, pretty good because it it's shorter distance and i'm traveling shorter distances and stuff uh but still you know um but yeah i i yeah that flexibility i think i would i would be a bit tinfoiled over it to be honest that's that's my whole uh, um and then the service issues are not, but um, yeah, I would say like like you said, if you, if the use case for you is just you know gaming and never, never wanting to move to anything else and never wanting to like buy a PS Five or anything or just replace everything with one service, then yeah, Stadia is is a viable option. Although they do have a limited list of games, which is it's a problem. Uh, yeah, and you of... can't really add anything to it, right? <clears throat> I mean, if you if you buy if you buy a game, like physically, let's say from Steam, not even physically, can you add that to your Stadia list no. of games? No. So it's basically a restricted uh, platform. Yeah, well, it's it's um it's the same it's the same thing as if you said, well, if you buy a game off Steam, can you play it on your PS Five? No. If it's not released for the PS5, then you, you can't play it because it's a it's a platform. That's the problem. Or, or yeah, sure, but but if it if you would have, uh, okay, say another game that would have made the, the cut. Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking like Steam is basically a platform for you to gather your games yeah. and buy stuff. So if you if you have a game, say League of Legends or Valorant, you can actually start that game from Steam, right? So you have you can just have one place where you start off. Yeah, it's games. like the Steam streaming thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, that would be the the likeliness of what I was trying to ask. Okay. Like having you, yeah, you buy your game somewhere and then you just start it up through Steam. No, no, they don't have any Steam client or anything like that. You have yeah. to buy it from Stadia. So the, the games that are available are the games that are available. Think exactly. of it as... Uh, the only thing you have is like the Sony PlayStation Store or the Xbox Store yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So you're limited you're to those games. That. Yeah. You are. Um, that's that's a. But I mean, you'll see that we'll we'll talk about the other the other services as well, and we'll see that um, 
there is only one where you can actually do this and and with that i mean we can we can just um go into the next one and that's shadow pc well where shadow pc is a different model shadow pc is actually a pc built for you in the in the cloud with some predetermined specifications so on their website you can choose there is there there are three packages on the shadow uh, pc you got uh the shadow boost which uh i'm gonna go into some small hardware details so the the, the gpu is the equivalent of a gt gtx 1080 um they they do give you a four core eight thread cpu 12 gigs of ram 25 uh, 256 gigs of storage which is quite little uh, yeah especially one game <laughs> yeah to by today's standard by yeah. today's standard yeah. yeah i think cod is like 120 gigs or something yeah it's not i mean it's not unlikely to have games over over 100 gigs so yeah uh, it it is upgradable to uh, up to two terabyte uh, SSDs or HDDs. They, I don't know what they're upgrading in the servers. Actually, you don't know, but it's upgradable anyway. And then it's running a Windows 10. And they do, they also do have um, uh, clients for all the major platforms. So you you do have clients for iOS. You do have clients for Windows, of course. Uh, Linux, I think you do. I'm not sure. Linux is always kind of a question mark for these things. Uh, Android, uh, definitely um and but but this is a this is a pc so in your thing uh like you said if you have games on on steam right you buy them on steam or you buy them anywhere else it doesn't really matter because this is a virtual pc you can play whatever you want so um this actually has support for all games that you yeah, that you can imagine playing on a pc so everything that's released on a pc you can play on this um they they do have a uh, an upgrade so they they have something they call shadow ultra but you need the thing is you need to buy shadow boost first uh then you can upgrade to shadow ultra and the, the next tier is shadow infinite so shadow ultra is the equivalent of an rtx 2080 um you get a higher clock on your cpu so it goes up to 4 gigahertz remember these are server cpus uh so they do have quite low uh clock speeds um at least compared to your local you know oh my intel goes to 5.2 gigahertz and stuff like that boost but but these these go to 3.4 in the basic case in the boost case and 4 gigahertz here uh you you get 4 gigs more of memory you get a 512 um uh, gigabyte storage and that includes i think it's split into 256 ssd for the boot drive uh, and 256 for uh, game storage and stuff uh, and it's also upgradable to two <coughs> two terabytes and then the shadow infinite is the equivalent of a titan titan rtx rtx um, and then you get 32 gigs of ram and one terabyte drive so um, it's an upgrade of gpu uh, and ram basically and storage space for each uh, kind of tier that you're buying uh, but it depends, you know, it depends on what you do, because these things, these PCs in the cloud can be actually used for doing work. So if you want to render stuff or if you want to do programming or if you want to do everything that you do on your normal PC, you can do on this shadow PC, which is kind of nice. I mean, that's that's a it's it's more expensive um, uh, than than all the other options. It's not the the boost is not 
much more expensive. I think it's like $12.99 per month, whereas Stadia is $9.99. Um, but um, you get a full-fledged PC for, for, for that money, and then you can, you can install Steam on it, and you can play uh, that way. And actually, the experience has been pretty good for for most uh, developers. I, I've been on I've, I've been hanging on the Reddit for quite some quite some time and and seen uh, people uh, what they're mostly complaining about and what issues they have. But it it's not anything major. Uh, the latency seems fine. The only thing is that it's not available everywhere. So um, they do have server server clusters or data centers in I think it's Germany, Netherlands, and France for us here in Europe. Uh, they might be launching in, in some places else. And then in the US, I think they do have both on the West Coast and East Coast of, of US. So you need to be pretty close. Otherwise, you, you're going to get too much latency to the data data center. And then it's just it's just unplayable. Um, but this is definitely an interesting option. So this is for people that actually don't want, like you said, they don't want the PC, uh, but they can get their own PC in the cloud, which is kind of nice i mean you can use it for productivity and anything you might use a normal pc for um so yeah um this that one would be kind of interesting to hear why why companies really don't go for it because if this is such a cool uh, such a a good investment i mean once you have the pc in the cloud you can basically work from any, anywhere and companies would probably be interested in having that kind of a model as well yeah. instead of having everything on premise you just have to create an image where you just set everything up and all of a sudden you can as soon as your new employee gets to the office they have a new image right you don't have to set up any computers you don't have to set up set up anything uh, in terms of connectivity issues uh, yeah, basically users, all you need is uh, displays and uh, some device that can connect and display, like a Raspberry exactly. Pi would work, for example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so so it's it's like you said. I mean, you companies. That's an interesting thought, actually. I didn't even think that way, because companies can save a lot of money off of this. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and I mean, being a company, if you're a big company, then you can, of course, if you have your own. You know, if you have your own network and own security solutions and private documents, you can certainly work work out a, a deal with the, the shadow guys of creating some more private, you know, data cluster or server yeah, cluster probably. for yourself. Um, exactly. Yeah, this is an interesting thought, actually, because, I mean, just I'm, I'm just thinking one thing. Just imagine the power cost savings, right? Yeah, just the power, exactly. Yeah, because just the, the, in terms of... Yeah, electricity. Yeah, and the the cooling that you need to have in order to save all your data centers. It, yeah, unless you're actually doing some some data intensive things like weather forecasts or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exa Those are very very specific specific applications. But for more yeah. most companies, they you know you're just sitting either programming, developing something making powerpoint presentations working with architecture programs like autocad or something i mean more most of those are are these types of applications right so um the the companies that are actually doing these very intensive applications like you said you can probably count them on on the fingers of your two hands uh, so it's that's <laughs> that's very i mean uh, yeah you got amazon right you got google 
uh, Apple is doing something probably. Um, who else do you have? <laughs> you have the weather forecasting here in Sweden. I know they're, that's, they're doing some intensive work and they're sharing like a supercomputer with Norway or something like that. Uh, so that's a very specific use case as well. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's very limited. But yeah, I mean, imagine a Raspberry Pi power consumption compared to something like, uh, you know, or even a regular laptop. It's going to be a big difference, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to say about Shadow is that it takes some time to get activated. So it might take between one and four months or something to get activated. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because they, they, you know, they have to build the server for you. They... They have to give you this dedicated place for, for your server. So they're building it, configuring it, installing it, installing all the support applications that they might have, testing it, that everything works yeah, and so on. Three, three to four months, that's so way... I mean... <laughs> yeah, oh, a lot it of doesn't take are... that, that much time to, to build a computer, to, I mean, to set everything up. I mean, even I, who isn't really the, the best engineer in terms of networking know <laughs> how to do things in less than four months yeah and probably they basically... do have tools for setting that up i mean yeah automated stuff <laughs> yeah uh but the thing is that they they do they do have a lot of orders right now it's a very popular service so so um the thing is that they're building thousands of servers like you know i don't know how many thousands of servers they 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 build uh, i i want i don't i don't want to uh speculate on their you know how how many they are doing per day, but uh, it has to be a lot because they're 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 having this huge pressure. A lot of people are interested, and a lot of people are ordering. So, yeah, it's um it's becoming as people become more and more aware of the possibilities that you have with this service, they're they're just gonna um, they're just gonna put in more and more orders on it. So, yeah, that's that's a drawback. It takes some time, and then I <clears throat> I think. Uh, the, the the upgrades that I I mentioned about you know you start with this Shadow Boost and then you go to Shadow Ultra and Infinite I think Shadow Infinite hasn't been available, uh, but it just has started being available in some areas, so it's it's still limited. If you want to run a Titan R RTX equivalent, for example, in the cloud, um, you're gonna have to wait a bit more. Um, so waiting time is Shadow's I guess biggest uh, weakness. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and there are some other weaknesses, but uh, we'll get in. I, I want to get into them when uh, when when I've completed my actually last one, which is my favorite one. And everybody listening to our podcast perhaps knows this, but GeForce Now is my favorite cloud gaming service. I would I would say I don't want to be. Uh, I would say like this: um, if you're so in the ranking, um, Stadia comes last for me. You can rank them as well, Juicy. Uh, what What do you think? After I after I talked about all of them, but uh, uh, so so Stadia is last for me. Then Shadow and and GeForce Now actually come in a tied first place. Uh, to be honest, because Shadow is more of a use case scenario. Both are good, but GeForce Now is only for gaming. It's a less expensive option. Um, G Sh Shadow PC is both for gaming and productivity. So it's a use case. If you're a person that wants to work, uh, you know, you can be an indie, like you said, you can be an indie studio and actually use Shadow Tech as your, 
PCs. You don't have any physical PCs. You just buy the subscription thing and you develop your games on it. It's complete. It's a completely viable option, actually. Um, I do have a question before you go on. Yeah. When you do have a subscription on Shadow, when you want to buy an additional PC or upgrade, does it take four months as well? Well, yeah. Or, I mean... Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why it's good to kind of make them all... if Because it I, probably it requires different accounts. I, I don't think that one account can have several uh, machines assigned to it. Uh, so you would then have to create the amount that you want in, in that day. And then, uh, um, yeah, you you would order them at the same time, basically. But it's it's yeah, okay. one one to four months or something. So some people have been activated after after less than a month. And some people have been activated. I, I don't know if it's because of the region or something like that. But oh, it's it's fairly different. That's That's why it's not a real, you know, a company thing. It's not a viable option for a company yet just because it takes that much time. If you got a new employee, you can't have them hanging around without a computer. If you're a development company, you can't have, have them hanging around without a computer for four months. It's like, yeah, you, you well, can go and sit with that could, guy. You could actually sign the, sign the paper and then say, hey, thank you. Uh, See now you, you in four back months. In well, actually, in Sweden, it would work because, you know, we have this. Uh, uh, so if you're changing jobs, you can you can go and quit your job, but it's still three months. You can agree to some shorter times with your employer, but usually it's three months uh, that you still work at the company before you actually switch jobs. So it's it's kind of viable if the company you're going to knows, of course, that you're you're coming there and they know you're coming in three months. They could get this prepared for you, probably. Um, so it, it should work, but yeah. <laughs> but if you're something like, let's say, an indie studio, then create three accounts and then uh, order it the same at the same time. Um, yeah. Then you should get because them. Because I was I was thinking in terms of build farms and those kinds of things. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it it's still yeah it's it takes time. That's that's the problem. So if you want to create your own build farm you you better i mean you can probably talk to shadow directly and then you can you can solve it in a different way because this you know if you want to have 13 computers or 14 or something creating 14 accounts and then logging into each one it's like a pain every time um then then you you might want to to talk to shadow and or somebody else for that matter um that's that's also one of these more specific use cases um GeForce Now, though, GeForce Now is uh, is a big favorite of mine um, because so they're they're doing 1080 for now. They have a pretty low price model. They they cost 4.99 a month, which is very low. Um, they're available on all platforms. GeForce Now can also be used to play on something like the Switch, and the Switch is uh, if you if you guys don't know that are listening. You can install Android on a Switch. It requires a very specific version. There are websites to check the serial code of your Switch to see if it's um, hackable. Or it's not really a hack in that sense. Uh, it's it's more of a <laughs> Nintendo didn't think of this. Ha <laughs> 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 uh, But yeah, you can you can basically uh, you can boot Android on on your Nintendo Switch and then you can install the GeForce Now app 
Um, and then you can play GeForce Now games with controller support, which is awesome on your Switch. Um, and um, they're doing RTX, which are like the only ones that I've seen in cloud gaming that can do RTX, and that's because it's NVIDIA. Um, and also, they're, they're not a platform. They are a service. So they work with things like Steam. They work with things like Ubisoft. What is it called? It's called something now. It, it was called Uplay before it's upgraded to something else. Um, so you have access to all Ubisoft games. Not all Steam games, sadly, because some publishers have opted out of GeForce Now for reasons unknown to man or myself. Um, <laughs> I, you know, this is, this is a... Juice knows that's why he's laughing, because this is a very angry subject for me. <laughs> and i'm like yeah damn you publishers why it's free money come on anyway uh, and also they fucked up gamers to be honest i mean <laughs> oh that took your left turn <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sorry for the bad language use but i hate when they're using people when they're when they're tricking people so people have i mentioned this before i'm mentioning one last time this is the last time i'm mentioning it but anyway <laughs> You want to People... bet? <laughs> I won't take that bet. <laughs> but I mean, people bought games before because they were available on the beta GeForce Now. And when GeForce Now released, they retracted the games. That's a shitty move to do. That's a really shitty. That's taking people's money and then leaving them high and dry because these people had no gaming PCs. And now they don't have a choice. They, they, they keep the games, but they, can do, they can't do anything with them which is, you know, it sucks in my mind. That's, that's the lowest you can do. It's like stealing. Uh, but anyway, so um, it does RTX, uh, it does 1080, 60fps, uh, has a pretty low, low price model, uh, and it's a great service, actually. Compared to Stadia, for example, at, at 1080p, uh, the image quality is superior. Um, and then I'm thinking, there's another aspect to this, and, and this is uh, kind of a big one it depends on uh, on the how how you how you look at these things but it's upgradeability of the service so hardware upgradeability because um so all these services they're running some kind of stata runs amd based uh, systems both cpu gpu um shadow they run uh, rtx based things but the problem with shadow is a bit that if you want the latest and greatest don't look at shadow uh, because they're just getting upgraded with their RTX 2080 equivalents. Uh, but the RTX 3080 cards are out, the 3060s and, and so on. So the 30 series RTX cards are out, which are major, major improvements over their uh, older counterparts. So if you're looking at upgradability, where is it likely, most likely, that the upgrades will come first? It's something like GeForce Now, because they own the graphics production, graphics card production, and they own the, the service. So if you're looking at latest and greatest, I would say GeForce Now will be by far the ones that will come first with hardware upgrades on their, uh, on their servers. Uh, CPU upgrades, I can't say much about that because they're running Intel's, Intel CPUs as far as I know. Um, but for the, for the graphics card stuff, probably NVIDIA will be the ones that will upgrade first. And that's an important thing. I mean, if you're looking at, if you want the latest and greatest, and if you, if you want the RTX 3080 equivalents in the cloud and stuff like that, because they're not running 3080s, actually. They're running cloud versions like Quadro GPUs um, because of features that I won't mention here anyway. But 
um, it, you know, then Nvidia is a is a safer bet, and that's why it's one of uh, it's one of my favorite services. And also, it's a service. So if you buy something on Steam, you own it on Steam. And if you want to move to something in the future, you say, ah, I'm done with this cloud, cloud gaming stuff and I suddenly found time to game and I want to build a gaming PC, then you still own the games. So you take them with you. Um, that's a, for me, that's a, that's a big pro for, for, the, for the RTX, uh, GeForce Now, sorry. So um, yeah, and it's a great service. I mean, it's, it's good, low latency. Um, at least here I had, this is insane but uh over wi-fi so i was playing on my computer over wi-fi i had five milliseconds round trip time to the server which is insanity it's like playing locally um so yeah um that's uh <laughs> that's 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 uh, it about that <laughs> i thought insanity was the definition of insanity was doing the same thing over and over no, I'm expecting different results. <laughs> Five milliseconds is the new insanity. I'm, I see. <laughs> no, but it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's like playing locally, to be honest, uh, because they they do have uh, they do have um, some good servers out there. Now, one issue with GeForce Now I want to mention is that sometimes um, they it's a free service, also by the way. Uh, so RTX is not free, but it's a free service. So um, you, anybody can try it before deciding on it, which is, I, I think is great. Um, you can install, you can install the application, and then you can you can just uh, uh, you can just uh, try try the service. Uh, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's one of the issues that I, I found with it was that some people complained on the server choice because the server choice is automatic. So some games uh, needed a relaunch because they didn't choose the correct hardware for that specific game. So it was running not at 60 FPS, maybe it was running lower and some games bogged down and so, stuff like that. So that's that's one of, of, of the issues, but um, nothing is perfect. So so if you can, if you can live with, with stuff like that, then yeah. Um, yeah, I know I talked a lot, and Juicy talked less this this episode. But um, I wanted to do this comparison. I actually recommend GeForce Now for people. Um, this is my at the at the moment recommended cloud gaming service. And then, as I said, G, uh, GeForce Now compared to Shadow is more of a use case, use case by use case uh, kind of thing. I don't know if you have you tried GeForce Now. No, I haven't tried any of those. You should try it. Yeah. I should. Yeah. I should it... do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> There's just this thing called life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, but from from the things that you that you're talking that we're talking about. First of all, uh, I want to mention that it was quite of quite nice to be silent this time. <laughs> <laughs> Is this how you feel? Oh. <laughs> um. And no, yeah, but. In terms of the services, I really don't have much to say. More than GeForce Now sounds really awesome, and Shadow could have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're still stuck on the time thing. Right? I'm really stuck on <laughs> yeah. that because if I want to play a game, I don't want to wait four months for it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so uh, 
the lesson i guess that you you're trying to say is uh do this four months in advance before any yeah, exactly. games come out <laughs> yeah. if you know that there's a game coming out and you want a good pc then <laughs> make sure you you plan for it it's like having a baby you have to plan in nine months yeah but this time it's more it's almost a baby right it's yeah. half the baby yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's one of those babies you can't really uh t can't really touch can't really feel but you know it's there it's basically a unicorn <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know they exist, but I haven't seen one yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, yeah. I'm... So, so I don't really have much of a, of an opinion in the, in terms of those things. I do have, I did get inspired by you, by the things that you were talking about in terms of uh, performance and uh, yeah, those things, uh, both for the Stadia and the GeForce Now thing. Yeah, that's good. So I will be, uh, I will definitely look into that more. And since I already own a, a Chromecast Ultra, why not just try it out? I think there's a, there's a trial period, right? Uh, on Stadia, Stadia, I have no idea actually. Um, I know they they cost nine ninety nine. It, it must be, I mean, I, I I guess that there 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 should be some kind of trial period, as they yeah, usually as, there as is, they I usually just is. It. Okay, uh, that's good. Try Stadia for free one month. Yeah, that's nice. But you have to remember that you have to buy the games. I don't know how many free games they do have in their in their subscription. Yeah, that is that is kind of sucky. Yeah, exactly. Because that you actually have to buy them. Yeah, because you GeForce for... now, you know, you can you can just try it with your existing Steam games. That's the yeah. thing. So yeah. so most most gamers do own some games on Steam at least. Uh, even though maybe let's say that steam is not your main service of buying games but you still own something uh and there are yeah, free but games that's not the thing that i'm reacting on the things that that bugs me it's that you're you're paying a subscription ten dollars basically for something that's basically just a server for you yeah and then you have to fill it with content which you have to pay for again yeah yeah I don't know how it is with the trial period, but Stata does have some included games, I should say. So yeah. there, there are some. I don't know which titles uh, are included, but some titles are... are I, I can't imagine something like, let's say, Red Dead Redemption 2 is not included, probably, in the subscription fee. Yeah. Um, but but some, some titles are included. I don't know how many... Are, I should have researched that a bit more. Uh, I know that's that's on me. But um, I know that there were some games included. One other thing that I want to say about Stadia that I don't think I said before is that people experienced that the games were far more expensive on Stadia than they were on other services. So even older games. So games that were running, for example, on promotion on Steam, where you can buy them for $2.99, would cost $4.99, or $14.99 on, on something like Stadia, which kind of bugged people because it was an old game and why are they ch charging almost full price for it on their platform? Um, so that was that was uh, price of games was was a bit higher on Stadia as well, which was another thing that was kind of um, let's say annoying for people. So yeah, you there there those those are considerations as well that need to to be you know considered, I guess. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, since you have a Chromecast, you can try GeForce Now, for example. They do have an app for Android, so uh, you can you can Ooh. install that. Yeah. 
Um, and then for iOS, they did a smart thing where uh, Apple has this weird thing about streaming uh, games that you you don't own, which uh, GeForce <laughs> now d- actually does. Uh, and uh, uh, then they created a web page for it, so you can run it via via the browser actually, and it works Ooh, cool. really great. So yeah, um, but yeah. Um, that's all I had to say on my comparison. I really wanted to do this because uh, I'm 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 a bit of a cloud fanatic. I I, I think this is this is kind of big uh, in the industry. So, yeah. All right, all right. I think that was the hour mark, right? I think we overstepped a bit. Yeah, yeah, we did. But um, I, I'm. It was a good talk. It was a cool hearing. Yeah. The, your your point of view of this one thank you for listening um i appreciate it and um thank you everyone else for listening and i hope that you got something useful out of it uh if you consider cloud gaming um so yeah at least for now and if there's a there i i think uh, like you said maybe we should look into the nintendo cloud gaming thing and have a discussion on it maybe as well yeah great all right thank you for listening juicy and thank you for uh, for the conversation thank you Have a nice week and we'll see each other next week as well. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.